0: katachi listening to the otaku spirit anime cast my name is andrew and i'm joined here with chris yo and you have been listening to tell your world which is a live tune featuring Hatsune miku which is in one of the games that we'll be talking about today because today we're going to discuss games for anime fans because i know a lot of you out there that are anime fans probably play video games because i mean a lot of us out there got into video games because of the great games that you know japan brought over to us Yep. thankfully they did um, so I mean you can't talk to most you know video game players that don't have some kind of JRPG back in their history that they love back in the Super NES days and such but yeah that's that's, that's pretty much the, the the gist of today's episode we're going to go through we were originally just going to run down some games but we've actually split them off into genres so uh, you might be able to find the genre of your liking and go hey that's kind of has a style of anime or it's it's you know, has that feel of anime, so that's that's the whole idea behind this. So jumping right in, we're gonna start with the turnstile JRPGs, and if those don't know, that's kind of random generated, uh, a random number generating. You you attack and turn and do damage based off of random numbers, and yeah, that, that's the gist of it. Yep. Sounds about right. I hope nobody feels insulted by me actually good explaining that. <laughs> just the good old fashioned uh, attack, and then a couple seconds later, the character goes and attacks the bo- the bad guy. Um, bad guys take their turns to hit you. Just just classic old style uh, RPGs with the uh, turn based battle systems. And to start it off, we're gonna start it off with a bang because I just the first one that popped in my head when we made up this list was Zeno Gears, and that's actually my number one game of all time and uh it's from square SquareSoft. i almost said square enix that's from square Soft back in like the 90s uh for the playstation one you can actually find it on the playstation network if you have a ps3 vita or psp um, and it still holds up because they utilize kind of the 2d anime looking sprites in a 3d environment most of the time as you're walking around you have a a four-point camera system in a particular area and your character's running around. All the combat is uh, uh, random encounters, and when you come into the battlefield, it's kind of a, a 2D setup. Each of the enemies and the players take their turn, and attacks are based off of combos. So, like, an X is a deep attack, triangle is a light attack, and you're kind of filling up a bar as you do that. And you also, you can initiate... Uh, streams of attack that will initiate a special attack and learning all those different combos is really neat. And then to top it off, you got mechs. And there's mechs. <laughs> yeah, the the mech combat is actually interesting because it's on the same playing field, but your character jumps into the mech and then your mech comes out and then you're basically attacking based on fuel and they usually can like one, one hit kill the foot soldiers while you know, the bigger enemies require the mech in order to actually kill them because your people unquote, you're gonna go do one damage to the mix. <laughs> yeah pretty much um, but I really enjoy the story it is a it had trouble with the translation um, it is a very deep and hard to follow story kind of like a like a neon Genesis evangelion kind of thing going on um, it has a lot of biblical references it's really deep in religion and and in their world and the past uh, technologies that they're bringing forward um, but yeah, it was I, I love the game and, it, and yes, when he says Past technologies bringing forward there is This is like dystopia And re- mm-hmm. re- refining old technologies it, it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting concept Yeah, and then you have The, the higher class people And the lower, cl- the, the lower class Which are like the, the people that are on You know, in the woods and stuff They call them the lambs Because they're kind of They're kind of like just Useless farm animals to them and then the lost, there's a lost civilization too, isn't there? Isn't that where the main protagonist comes from? No, he was part of, yeah, he was. I don't remember the names of them, but yeah, there was one group that is pretty much the ones that's pulling all the strings in the background, which he's part of. Spoiler, even though he's, even though he doesn't, spoiler on a he's amnesiac. A 20, okay, spoiler mind, on a spoiler. spoiler. But it, they didn't, they didn't drag that too much. He still had a lot of personality and was a focal point of it. Oh, yeah. Amnesiac does not necessarily mean that they have no personality. Yeah, we're not talking, you know, why Yi's game (laughs) where he's a total idiot and nameless. Uh, Moving on from there is another big whopper of uh, a series out there, and that's the Tales series. This can be, you know, Tales of Destiny, Tales of Symphonia, Tales of Vesperia. Uh, My my favorite ones, I'll just mention those ones specifically. Uh, My favorite of all time was Tales of Symphonia, and that was for the GameCube uh ps2 and recently on the ps3 um and the hd collection has tales of symphonia 1 and the wii sequel which to be honest i didn't really particularly care for I, I enjoyed the characters but the the world was just reused from the first one um but yeah symphonia is my favorite vesperia is a close second i really enjoyed that protagonist he kind of had a uh, a dark he was he was unlike most protagonists he was really dark um, he's willing to do things that aren't necessarily seen as good. Um, but if he sees that it will get him to a particular goal, he'll, he's willing to get his hands dirty kind of thing. Um, and that's more of an action, uh, combat system. It's, it's an open world. And when you get into combat, it takes you to a battlefield, but there it isn't really necessarily turn-based. So I don't know why I have it in this list, but, <laughs> uh, it's more of a hack and slash kind of thing where you're running up and you're just kind of doing combos similar to Xenogear's. But it's all real time. Oh, do you have anything to say on tells? Uh my favorite. Really was, into my, my favorite was Symphonia Colette. Symphonia <laughs> Hammers. Powhammers. Hammers. Br- bring out the Hammers. Gotta have my Powhammers. Um I, I was gonna mention that, that Xeno Xeno Gears has an entire saga as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I forgot about that. Um the the Xeno saga series for the PS two, I didn't get to finish the last one. Um I was a little bit upset when I was when I heard that they were Planning on making like a six, uh, six uh, numbered system of games, six total games, and the original creator wasn't able to get the funding to continue it to that point. So from my understand, they they kind of botched the last one, which was the third one, to include the rest of the story. Um, but it was a very fascinating story. I did not like how they changed the art style when they moved to two because I I like the original xeno saga style of kind of really anime looking characters whereas the second one they kind of make them look more westernish kind of um but they also have the xenoblade series um which are on the xenoblade is on the wii and that's a really huge open world kind of game uh doesn't really have too much of an anime style to it but it kind of has that mecha anime feel to it though and they have one coming as well yeah, on the Wii U, they have one that's been in production for way too long that I'm still waiting for, um, but that is going to be a sequel, I'm not sure if it's going to be a sequel or what to the Xenosaga, or Xenoblade, uh, but the Xenosaga, I believe what they said it was it was supposed to be a prequel to the Xenogears game, which that makes sense because in Xenogears you're unraveling technologies that are way far advanced and space travel stuff. Whereas in Xenosaga, they're in space and they have the, that equipment. So if you get into Xeno Gears, check out Xeno um, But Whereas Xenoblade, he mentioned that it was relatively the same. It wasn't the same world, but it was the same dimensions or something. I forget exactly what he said, but if you look in Xenoblade, you will see certain character archetypes that match Xenogears. And when you start to look at those, it, it gets really interesting how they they kind of uh, align themselves. But yeah, thank you for, for bringing that up. Um, right. The next one is... Actually, the next one is actually my number one. Xenogears is my second. Uh, Valkyrie Chronicles. Amazing game. The first one is on the PS3. I've been trying for the longest time to get Chris to play this game. <laughs> I've played it. But he has never beat it. And he never okay. got into it in fandom like me and my and my father did. Because that uh, doesn't mean I don't like it. Yeah, I love the artwork. It is gorgeous. It is an absolutely very, gorgeous game. Very beautiful game. Uh, they have a kind of they have their own. They built their own engine for the game, and it's a uh, kind of like a comic, manga ish style uh, sketch engine. Everything looks like it's from a, inside of a comic, and it just looks it just looks beautiful. All the characters look very anime style. Um, one of the greatest things about this game, it, it's a it's a tactic style game um, where you're 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 commanding a, a a group of soldiers, and you'll start up from a, a mini map kind of overview map version, and when you select the units, you'll then go into a third person view, and you'll go in and actually execute your attacks. And I'm totally ruining our whole genre turn based system here. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing like turn based style. I'm terrible at genres right now, um, but yeah. It, the The greatest appeal that I have for this game, and it was one of the things that when I first started playing, I was going, "Man, this is this is I don't like this aspect of it," and that's the whole uh, potentials and uh, traits that each of the characters have. You'll end up getting like thirty some soldiers that you can choose to put in your main battle group to put on the battlefield, and every single one of them has their own quirks. Like you have one that hates being in the desert, you have one that. Has Allergies and one that doesn't like no, to be okay. alone. Let me let me let me say something. One of the cool things about this little quirky system is they they'll actually make reference to it every once in a while while they're actually playing. Like, uh, one of them is motherly and she's going by and she's like, I'll protect you. And or or mm-hmm. the the desert allergy, she she like sneezes and goes, Oh my gosh, why am I in the de- middle of the desert or something like that? It's 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 awesome. Yeah, and Rosie and her 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 big sister. All right, kids, let's do this kind of thing. Um, but what's what? That's that's exactly what was, what was so appealing in the game when I originally didn't like that. But then when I accepted that, and I just I just I at first I was like, okay, I'm going into a desert area. I got to kick out everybody that has desert alleys. No, just I got to a point where I was just you know put them in there and just deal with it. And it made it made every character more. They were more than just a number. I didn't have okay. Send out this trooper out there and shoot this. No, it was, I'm sending Edie out, and I really don't want her to get hurt, but she's got desert allergies, so I'll make sure I'll keep her off to the side, and I was kind of just kind of compensating for their issues, and their issues made their personality, and I really enjoyed it. Um, there was several of the characters that I just, I got a kick out of them, and they even has Japanese voices, so if you don't like the the goofy English trans, they did a very good job with the English translation, though, so um, yeah, i I've, I can't say enough about the game. Uh, They made a sequel for the PSP, um, Valkyria Chronicles 2. That one has the same game system, but they moved to more of a school setting with uh, a visual novel, uh, get to know each one of your soldiers by goofy little stories that they'll tell over time. Um, That whole aspect was kind of hit or miss for most people. Um, But in the end, I I enjoyed Valkyria Chronicles 2 just as much as the first one. I just enjoyed the story of the first one a lot more. The second didn't really have much of a story. The first one's story, it, it, it just hits all the anime, anime uh, desires that you have in you of the, this whole epic grand scale story within a, a small kingdom. So definitely check that one out. Next one we have is Lunar, which I Good will say... Good music and singing. Yeah, the, the, the Lunar series was definitely known for their soundtrack and audio uh working designs i believe was a company that brought it over to america they did a a beautiful box uh you didn't get just a case with a with a cd in it you got this gigantic box that had a uh, art book had all these little soundtrack everything stuffed in this little box very beautiful box but the the second one i didn't care too much for but the first one i really enjoyed and the one that i played was the silver star star story complete version which was the ps2 port of it it was originally on the sega cd and i i just can't say enough about the the playstation version they did a great job on it i didn't care too much about the psp port of it Um, another company did that and it has loading time issues but if you can get your hands on the original ps uh, ps1 version of it definitely go for that has a really cute story to it you have Childhood friends um, that aren't really related, but they they live in the same household because the girl was brought in and taken care of by the family. Um, the two of them are really close friends, and it kind of turns into a blossoming love when uh, the the girl ends up being this uh, this Luna Luna lady from the the moon that uh, is destined to be taken away from Earth, and so you have that whole love overcomes things it was a really cute story i really enjoyed the characters they have a lot of really amazing side characters that have their own stories to them um each kind of cute little stories too um yeah that's that's uh definitely a keeper and that's that's a turn-based wasn't, wasn't one of your one of your uh character names based on lunar uh, i don't think so was it Gant- name? Uh, oh galleon yeah galleon. That's yeah, I had, I had an online emperor, character, magical emperor Galleon. I had an online online character called Gallian. <laughs> had some great times with that character, especially going red that one time. <laughs> Good times. Um, yeah, so that's Lunar. Nino Nino Kuni. No, yeah, moving on to Nino Kuni. If you are a fan of Studio Ghibli, and if you don't know what Studio Ghibli is, uh, check out uh, Spirited Away, uh, Howl's Moving Castle, Kiki's Delivery Service. Uh, Grave of the Fireflies, I'm probably mentioning one there already that you're like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Uh, Princess Mononoke, an amazing studio with amazing stories that they tell. Uh, and you, Ghibli can do no wrong, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I've yet to run into a Ghibli that was bad. Um, or just not amazing. Uh, so. Not amazing, yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they have a visual style to them that is just beautiful. All their worlds that they create are, are just beautiful and deep. Well... Level 5, which does amazing uh, turn-based JRPGs, recently, what, three years ago, came to Studio Ghibli and said, hey, help us make a game. We need somebody to help us with the visual styles. Give us some ideas. Well, when they started giving them visual styles, they said, well, well, wait, come back in here. Come back in the door. You're not done yet. We want you to be there with us and help us design this game around your artwork. And sure enough, you had this amazing collaboration between uh, this, this wonderful... Uh, anime studio, with this you know amazing uh, JRPG uh, producing company, and what came out of it was just a very beautiful game. I really enjoyed it. They had a very beautiful fleshed out world, uh, beautiful characters, animated world. Uh, it has kind of a sort of Pokemon feel to it. Uh, you have familiars that you send out and and attack your your opponent with, but it's more action oriented. You're you're having to move about the battlefield, choose when to pull your 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 familiars back out of battle, and select another one, or just use magic yourself. Uh, very open world that you can explore. Just just a great great game overall, and that is for the PS3 exclusively. Uh, so check that out if you're if you're interested. Did you, ever, did you ever play it? No, I never did. get it Never did. To it. Need to sit you down and let you do that. Uh, Persona I series. Valkyrie Chronicles. <laughs> yeah and persona 4 that we're going to talk about right now the persona series uh for those who don't know it came from uh shin megami tensei which is a a long-running game that was more first person dungeon crawling uh anime style kind of uh system game uh the persona series which I, I i i respect the shin megami tensei series but hasn't really been my thing the persona series was more of an of an offshoot where they went more of uh, anime style. They had characters that were out in the battlefield. Uh, Persona 3, I, I sort of enjoyed. It had a really cool little uh, dark, gritty kind of environment. Is that Whereas, the one where they shoot themselves in the head? Yes. Okay. They're, they're I was wondering invokers. if there was another one with that. <laughs> they're invokers that bring out their... person. It's kind of a common trait throughout all the Personas is that each of the characters have these... Uh, Personas within them that they s- Manifest in order to fight for them So they're kind of like uh, a ghost or, or Spirit or something that they're bringing out And that thing attacks for them And in three they used guns that Were called invokers that they would they would Shoot at themselves that would bring the, the, the Persona forward uh, They kind of got rid of that with Persona 4 <laughs> I'm guessing that The Western audience didn't embrace it as much <laughs> as they thought It would. Hey mom I want to buy this game Why is this kid shooting himself in the head Oh that's an invoker Son, you do not have personas. Do never use your dad's gun to shoot yourself in the head, please. <laughs> anyway, that's dark. Uh the Persona hey, Four yeah, I mean, we're we're anime fans. I mean, we like that kind of junk. What can you say? My my favorite of the personas was Persona Four. Um I personally got Persona Four Golden for the Vita. Uh you can get Persona three for the PSP and it was originally on the PS two, I believe. Uh, Persona Four was also on PS Two. Uh, I don't. I, didn't, I haven't gone as f- back before Persona Three. I haven't heard too many good things about it, so I would just say stick with Three and Four and delve in those if you wish. Um, but they each have their own story that are they're just amazing stories, and they kind of have a visual novel kind of style to them, where on your your off time you can go speak to different classmates and raise your affinity with them, so that if you are close enough with these different classmates, they will make certain certain uh, element personas stronger. So if you make friends with this one person that is of the heart, your persona of the heart will be stronger. So it, and they have kind of really cute stories to go with each of the characters that you get to know and get along with. So and supposedly um, it has a very very deep customization thing. You were telling me, right? Very deep, yes. Because um, you're, you're basically building each one of those personas up. You can uh, give them new abilities or take away certain abilities. Um, but I won't get too deep into that. But if you like the visual style, no, visual novel style, it has the anime feel to it, um, definitely check it out. Somewhere so already- the next one would be Conception. Conception. And Conception is one actually I've played. And uh, I... I Really, uh, really enjoy it. It's got a, it's got a, it's got kind of a, a visual novel, uh, dating sim type, uh, thing going on with it. You've got, um, up, what, what is it? Seven or eight different girls that you can, you can have relationships, relationships with. And, uh, each one of them has different, different traits. And, uh, as you raise them up in, in, in levels, you, uh, you get their, their um, their stats can be transferred on to kids that you can actually make with them. Star children. Using star children. Using what's called class mating. It's, a, it's absolutely a hilarious concept. And it the, there is a lot of innuendos, so be aware of that. Yeah, the game did not shy away from <laughs> the innuendos. Uh, its humor is a lot in just very uh, awkward and often edgy jokes um specifically about uh the relationships that you're having to have in order to have these star children like the classmating which is just kind of a joke in itself but they all they're always embarrassed when they come in there and they'll say something that's kind of awkward and inappropriate but so be aware of that but outside of that I did enjoy kind of you know raising your affinity with each one of the uh the chosen girls that you're supposed to classmate with in order to get the star children to go out and battle and there's just something really cool about going out into these dungeons and having this big old pack of nine <laughs> children that yes. are just chasing around, and they all have swords and shields, make are, their little their little jokes all the time. Yeah, they're, the, all, the, they're all ready the, to die for you. The girl, the girl that's that you're with is will say something silly like, uh, "Who touched me?" You know, <laughs> yeah. One of the kids, dad did it. <laughs> dad did it. <laughs> I I loved a lot of the jokes. I mean, like I said, a lot of them are there's a lot of innuendo base but there's there's a lot of 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 just just fun humor in a lot of it so i mean it's take it take it or leave it if you can accept it or not um yeah you're doing a lot of relationship building on the side with little stories some of them are kind of interesting some are kind of uh, um actually about two of them i didn't really particularly care for um but then when you're in out in combat you're you're basically a term-based area field kind of thing where you're able to move around to different Which locations. Which is a very interesting concept in the in their battlings. Their battling mm-hmm. systems in general is 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 very interesting. Yeah, it was an interesting concept. I got kind of a little bit, uh, tedious towards there. Very the end, but, very repetitive though. Um, but it was still it was still enjoyable and well worth the money that I paid into it. So I don't mind it too much. But I, I mean, I I went and bought it. As well, I I and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because you childhood. couldn't wait for me to stop playing. It. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait for him. He kept playing and playing and playing and playing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta play this game. Hey Chris, look what she just said. It's really funny, and you're like, ah, oh, I gotta play that. Look, I got the lolly character. She really likes me. You suck. You suck. Um, the next one is kind of a given for a lot of uh, anime fans out there. If you don't know about Pokemon, then you're you need to move that rock and and climb out. But Pokemon is definitely another one that you should check out if you haven't. Um, I was a fan of the original Red and Blue. Uh, I tried to get into the recent One X and Y. Didn't really do it much for me anymore. But I just I, I have to get credit. The original Red and Blue, I played to death, and that of course is you're exploring the world. You're capturing these little uh, these little creatures called Pokemon. You're raising them up, and you're competing against other uh, players or other. Uh, AI humans that have their own set of Pokemon, so... In a lot of cases, most people will have their own generations. My, my my particular generation is Sapphire and Ruby, but that's because I didn't adopt... When when my brother brought it up to me, I goofed off with it, but it, it just it didn't stick. And I did finally get into it in, in the Sapphire generation. I played through it. I, tr- I, I, I finished it. I tried to place Emerald, and I couldn't do it, and... I tried again with Pearl, I tried again with Crystal. I, it just after, I I th- there's 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 different different levels of fandom in, involving this 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 particular game and it, it, it does have a lot of potential. There's a lot of stuff in there that you can do. I I particularly enjoyed the breeding aspect of it. Um, there's there's a lot of cool quirky things that you can find in there. You can and the more deeper that you go into actually Doing that kind of uh, customization to your Pokemon, the if you if you're into that more, uh, what's it called? Numbers, number crunching, actual number crunching, RNG. There is RNG in there, but there's also there's also you can do a lot of number crunching on the actual Pokemon and actually find um, out how to maximize uh, uh, maximize the stats. Mid maxing, mid maxing, yeah. So there is a lot of stuff in the Pokemon games, but And what's the good the good thing about it is that pretty much if you have a Nintendo handheld, there's probably a Pokemon for it. So yeah, really. if you're, you know, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, DS, three DS, there is a Pokemon out there for it. Um anything outside of the handhelds, they they're usually just spin offs like the the Pokemon arenas and the what was it Battle Arena, the GameCube? Pikachu Snap. Yeah, P- the the Pokemon Snap for the <laughs> the N sixty four. Good luck finding that one. Um I never did get to touch that one, even though I was so ecstatic about touching that. Um never did get around to getting it. But yeah, that's that's Pokemon for you. And it's 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 definitely if you haven't tried it out, you it I mean it's you're kind of obligated to try it out. <laughs> so uh um, next one is the Devil Survivor series, which is another Shimagami Tensei type game, just like the personas. Um it is an offshoot of the Shimagami Tensei. Um, Devils of I haven't really gotten too much into whenever I try to get into it. It doesn't appeal to me too much. It didn't but, work for me either. Uh, they are for the, you have them, they're on the DS. They're also on the 3DS, uh, the, the overclock versions of them. Um, and they follow the same, uh, vein as the, the shows themselves that are based off of the game. Um, you're in a, a to- usually in a Tokyo setting, you're, you're on lockdown, you're trying to figure out how to survive. You end up getting these little... Uh, devices that allow you to bring out demons and fight for you, uh, usually in the vein of a uh, tactics type, where you're moving around a battlefield. Then you're brought into a turn-based uh, battle system where you're attacking and they're attacking. And you're taking turns. But yeah, again, I would. I it, it's it's kind of like a mishmash between Pokemon um, tactics and old-style RPG. It, it, it's really a weird mishmash. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a lot of people love it. So, And it does have a very strong... Uh, I did like the character art and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was a good good character and character art. Um, just like I said, I, I I don't know why I couldn't get into it. I think it's when it started getting the into battling. The, the battling is really what killed it. Well, it, for it wasn't me the battle well. for me. It was more that when the story got into where you're fighting other people, it was like, eh, this is getting kind of... It doesn't make any sense, kind of thing, which I guess in a in a when all the crap hits the fan, town setting, I guess that kind of happens. But it just didn't appeal to me when it got to that point. Moving on from there, we have Bravely Default. This is one from Square Enix, recently released on the 3DS. Uh, it does have a very anime style to it. Uh, the characters are very uh, goofy, and they follow kind of anime art uh, archetypes, kind of like the Sundeades and the the Prince Charming. Uh, playboy kind of character uh really enjoy the turnstile combat in this game similar to the old style final fantasy games um but i mean when it all comes down to it it was just i really like that one character i forget her name though agnes no the the soon Edia. yeah yeah edia was just awesome and one of the things that i do like of that particular game is i did like the fact that they translated well. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Um, I thought that the, the humor, which is, is, is one of those things that's really hard for, when when they do a professional translate, it seems like sometimes they lose a lot of the translation mm-hmm. because they're trying to westernize the humor, and I don't think that they tried too hard to westernize the humor. Does that make sense? I think it has to do a lot with the fact that Nintendo did it and not Square Enix. Square Enix always has this feeling that they have to make everything westernized and I think when they, when Nintendo did it they kept it to their goofy Nintendo's always been known for keeping their stuff goofy okay. is what I mean and I think that that translated to Bravely Default's uh, localization which makes me sad because I know that Square Enix ain't gonna make the same mistake again they're gonna they're gonna do the second one their, themselves mm-hmm. uh, because it was a huge hit um, but yeah it would. I enjoyed the combat, they have a whole class system in there. That's really fun to experiment with and taking abilities from other classes and moving to uh, your primary classes. All that stuff is fun. I enjoyed the braving and the defaulting system, which is where you're, you're sacrificing points in order to attack more often. But then you're also losing a turn later kind of thing. I enjoyed it. The story wasn't too great though. I'll, I'll give it that, but everything else kind of Who made Who cares? I mean, that that was such a cool game in general. I mean, I can, I like a good story. Don't get me wrong, but I think that I could give up the the story for the for the gameplay and everything like that. But at the same time, a good story is what drives you through. Yeah, for some people. Uh, moving on, Corpse Party. Uh, this is a, this is one that I have to do a quick little uh, warning beforehand. This is a very gruesome, dark, bloody psychotic game so be aware of that going in um it's not for everybody uh, it's very violent uh, but if you are okay with that it is a very is a very anime guts built through and through kind of game you have all the different type of typical anime archetypes to a good extent um but what really drives it is that you you have these I, I think probably the one reason why I love it the most... I'm, I'm talking about the one for the PSP, by the way. You can get it on the PSN. You can get on your Vita or your PSP. Uh, the thing that kind of made this game what it was is that they kept the original Japanese voicing. But not only that, but they also recorded everything in, in, in stereo. It was dual mic stereo recorded, so... A lot of the emotion in the characters, a lot of distance, and everything is very is portrayed very well. If you put headphones on and play this game, it is a terrifying game because you're hearing all the creaks of, of boards from a distance, screams. Uh, you're, you're to to explain your your a classroom of kids that have been transported into this what was thought what what was has already been demolished. The school that was there before them, uh, a murder happened at the previous school. Uh, a very gruesome and violent murder of multiple kids was had occurred, and they demolished the entire school. They built this new school on top of it, and you have been basically thrown into this this alternate world where that school still exists, and you're just basically trying to survive. And it makes it known very quickly that you're probably not going to survive, <laughs> and and there's. There's several ways to get what they call bad endings, where if you just choose the wrong uh, set of contraptions at the wrong time, you'll end up dead. Uh, and the way that they die is just very, very gruesome. And you have these really cute characters, like you even have like the the, the little sister characters even involved in there. And the little sister's getting killed, and it's just, everything is just, everybody's no, I'm dying. Never, I'm never finishing it now. It's just a very, <laughs> very, very gruesome game, and it doesn't shy away from anything. So, if you like the, the, the Higurashis, uh, When Sak- Sakata's Cry, if you like the, the violent animes, I had a hard time seeing Rika die, so, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but It's just uh, an awesome. I just loved the audio and it still got that it was originally a I believe a Sega Master System or Sega CD game one of those really old systems Uh, the PSP version is where they just basically did the audio over again they redid the 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 character 2D uh, portraits but it still has the old 8-bit style I wouldn't call it 8-bit more 16-bit style character sprites that move around the battlefield they're planning on making another version of it here soon which has like full 3D sprites and that's just going to be way brutal to play that and I'm looking forward to it. Because I'm sick. I'm a sick person. Moving on. Are they going to kill another lolly? I hope they don't kill another They'll lolly. They'll kill them all. They, they don't they have Don't no, kill no lollies. They have no problem Stop with killing, killing them all. Stop killing the lollies, man.
1: Neptunia. What is it with you and
0: killing lollies? Hyper Neptunia. That show doesn't kill any lollies. Hyper Hyper Dementia neptunia i'm sorry they don't kill any lollies in there this is one that i can't really specifically say that i would suggest because i have checked into several of them and they have not been the gameplay itself doesn't look like it was my thing um but i do recognize it because it has a lot of the visual novel style characters talking uh text exchanges and they have a lot of really really good humor in there um so check that out if you're looking for something it, like that. It's, it it likes to play on the uh, the console wars. wars. Yeah. It, it really likes to play on that, and it also it doesn't shy away from throwing in the the PC and the and the Mac and I don't, and know, the edgy. I don't know if Mac is in there. And it is if the, if if the no, if gaming, the game so. if the game is anything like the anime, I can guarantee you it is very edgy. Yeah, there's a, there's an animated series out there you can check out as well, but I, I would definitely keep it if you're. You really like the humor, you like the console war aspect, check it out, but like I said, I would. I. I can't really suggest it because I haven't played it because there's certain I elements to the gameplay that didn't look really I will admit, entertaining. I liked the humor when it came to the console wars and the, the PC and the Mac stuff. What I didn't care for was the the story in general as far as the anime is concerned. So, mm-hmm. maybe the, the game is better. But I, I can attest that the humor between the uh, the consoles was fun. Okay. Uh, next one is Breath of Fire. And this one's been a long time that I've played this one, so I can't really say too much about it. Uh, I played uh, Breath of Fire 4, I believe, back in the PS1 days. Um, had a really cool little anime style to the character sprites, um, turn-based action-oriented uh, combat, um, so like I said, I can't say too much cause it's been a while, but check that out one. If you, if you, if you, if you so desire next one's dragon quest, uh, for those that are fans of dragon ball, you'll know that the art designer for hit that, that series did, uh, the dragon quest series more than the, the recent ones. Uh, they've been on most of the PS2, a lot of DS, uh, yeah, you look. Wii U. You look up Dragon Quest, and you just see Dragon Ball Z written all over the artwork. <laughs> yeah, so if you're a fan of Dragon Ball, you're gonna be you're gonna feel right at home. It is a, a turn-based style uh, combat, even in the MMO one they made for the Wii, which has not come up to the West yet, um, still uses that turn-based style combat when you're with your your party members, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, good stuff. Uh, moving on from there, Albert Odyssey which is uh also a turn-based style game was on the sega saturn this was kind of hard to get a hold of so it's kind of hard to even rec- recommend because i think it's like 110 dollars if you buy it online um but i, I really enjoyed it. it had a great world that they created i love the sprites um but yeah that's it's a good one as well uh, i was going to mention twiwi but i was going to wait off but i guess i've already messed up my <laughs> genre picks anyways but uh, the World Ends With You was on the DS. They also released it on the iOS. has a very kind of uh, modern punk style, technological punk uh, character designs to it. Um, on the DS, it was one of my favorite of the DS uh, era, um, just because I thought that the use of the stylus is really cool. Um, each of the characters kind of has... A, it's a very interesting story overall. Uh, it's dealing with people that have supposedly died and they are forced to play a game and if you win the game you you they'll grant you the wish to be you know basically resurrected you're not gonna die completely um, but if you lose the game you're gonna completely die you you're, you're not gonna you're gonna pass on so to speak um, and as it's the story overall I really enjoyed it all the way to the end um, so if you're looking for a good story, with a modern, uh, I think they were in, uh, I forget the, the actual city they were in, but it was a, a district in Tokyo, I believe. Uh, if you're looking for that kind of a setting, it's a really, really interesting game. Uh, I thought the iOS port of it was also uh, a lot better controls-wise, so if you have an iOS device, hit that up first before you do the DS, because the DS was a little bit a little more difficult to control uh moving on from there trails in the sky i have not beat this one completely but it is on the psp uh i think they have like three chapters that are going to come out they're just working on the second chapter right now it is a very expansive humongous world uh you're starting out with uh you're you're playing as a boy who has been brought into a home uh thanks to the father of the household uh you were an assassin sent to kill him he knocks you out takes you into his home and pretty much uh, nurses you back to health. Trope. Yeah, and then you have the daughter. <laughs> the, the father has a daughter, of course, and you grow close to her, but you're kind of sister-brother, and then you have the whole sister-brother aspect involved with it, if they should be close or not. Um, but you're joining what's called a Bracer Guild, and the Bracers Guild uh, does tasks for local residents and it kind of grows from there to a more grander scale story but it is also a uh you're on a, a battlefield map when you're in combat and you're uh you have to take into consideration distance from the enemy as well as attack which attack you want to use so you move towards the enemy and attack uh good gameplay i just really like the anime art style to the characters and the sprites and it has that kind of anime filled with the tropes and stuff of anime in there as well so good good stuff there and with that, we'll go ahead and uh, give it give you guys a pause to listen to a promo from uh, our partners over at Anime Addicts Anonymous Podcast. Uh, that's aapodcast.com. The Anime Addicts Anonymous Podcast presents How Does Chiaki Play the Good Cop? I don't care how important what you are saying is in real life, in anime, in any media. I don't care how touching the music is or how the character relations are being developed. If you have a shot while this discussion or this meaning is being delivered or is taking place, and in the foreground of this shot, I have a bikini girl's ass in my face, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It stops mattering. So if you want to have your message... Have your message. If you want to have your bikinis, have your bikinis. But bikinis, Trump... She's still working on it. She really can't. She's not going to... You can't play good cop at all. For more Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, visit www.aaapodcast.com or iTunes. And we're back. And we're going to jump right into our next set of uh, video games that we suggest to anime fans. Uh, We're moving on into the action RPG genre these should all actually be proper in genres. So from this point on you could probably be okay with what's in whatever genres. Uh the first one we got is uh, action RPGs and that is Ragnarok Odyssey. Now for fans of the Monster Hunter series or the style of gaming where you're you're basically building up your armor and your weapons and going out and fighting huge gigantic monsters with your friends, Ragnarok Odyssey I believe is one of the most anime style versions of that whole concept, including the God's Eater uh, series, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, This is, again, you're involving going out with your friends and taking down monsters. Each of your characters themselves have a very anime style to them. This one's more colorful and more uh, vibrant and cutesy looking than, say, God's Eater, uh, which is more dark, grim, and more in the vein of uh kind of a modern hip-hop kind of style characters uh whereas in god god's Eater, you're you're killing what are called origamis in ragnarok odyssey you're killing uh just random beasts that are appearing outside this kingdom uh or outside this gigantic wall that the people have erected in order to protect themselves um but yeah if you have a couple friends that you want to play a game together with ragnarok odyssey for the vita definitely a, a good one to choose they also recently released a PS3 version of the Alpha version, I believe it's called. And they also have a Vita version of that Alpha as well. Which is the same game, but just more more features added in there with it. So if, even if you don't have a Vita, you can play it on the PS3 with your friends. And I had a lot of fun online with it. It's not very much of a fun game alone, but if you have friends that you know want to play and kill monsters together with, that's definitely the route to go. And this is the same with God's Eater, um, which is also a PSP and a the Vita game is not in the West yet, but it might might possibly come over. Um, but that one as well is a game that I think really revolves around having friends to go out there and kill monsters with. But yeah, and moving on, we have Zone of Enders, which is a Kojima game. If you if you know people know uh, Metal Gear Solid, uh, it's from the same mind, uh, crazy psychotic mind um, as that series. And Zone of Enders was a PS2 game, Zone of Enders 1 and 2. Uh, they did a HD version of it for the PS3, and it basically involves mechas, a random kid that... Well, the first one involves a, a random kid that is jumped into one of these mechas that is attacking Trope. his... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. It's the anime tropes. It's what it all involves. Um, yeah, he jumps into the mecha and tries to save his space colony of, of, of people, um, it's it really kind of mind-bending uh, somewhere in there where uh, it's involving, you know, him seeing people being killed and he's trying to stop it kind of thing. Um, but if you like the mechas, if you're a fan of the whole kid jumps in mecha and saves the world, that's definitely up your alley. The second one was more about, I think, a military group that you're being involved with, which was, wasn't so much the, the kids save the world kind of thing. So the gameplay is just really fun. You're <clears throat> It's constantly moving around flying around your enemy, taking them down. It was it was a blast to play. I've yet to play the PS3 version, though, so I'm not sure if it's a good port or not. It looks good, though. And Kojima does a really good job of his port, so I can imagine they did a, did a good job. Kojima is, is... He's just a master in general. I mean, he just... He knows how to tell a story. He knows how to make his games tell the story that he wants to say. And he, he holds... He holds final control over everything. He does not allow anything to go away. he doesn't want it to go. I think your dog's dying. I I know, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, That's just like when the the Milger Solid HD pack came out. Um, It was kind of a thought there that, I mean, he might not be able to make enough money out of it. And he put a lot of time and money into it. I don't think he cares because everything, like we say with anime, with like, uh, you know... Uh, the guy that did uh, Summer Wars and Wolf Children, I think it's just a, it's a, it's a prideful love project that he does. That he just puts all of his care into and doesn't really care about the profits of it. So he's got plenty of money. He don't care. <laughs> he's kind of crazy. And it shows. It shows. And, and and I, I'm sorry. He's a genius. I mean, what can I say? Moving forward, we'll go into Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I, I rarely find anybody that's an anime fan that doesn't know what Kingdom Hearts is. And that is basically a game that was originally developed from SquareSoft. Um, they were trying to make a game that would involve Disney characters. It was really kind of a love a love note to Disney and at the same time they embraced Disney. Disney was like, "Sure, why not?" And they just went hand in hand and they, they it's it's a beautiful there's beautiful artwork, great storytelling, um, very engaging for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> the story gets a little gets a little neon Genesis Evangelion. I like to drop that 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 i that concept, but it, towards a while there, it kind of makes you go, "Did are they making it up as they go along?" Or, <laughs> but the gameplay is yeah, it's always been fun. Um, I, there's it, only one. There's only one of them, and that's the one that frustrates me the most but one day I will get through it and I will be able to <laughs> yeah originally on the PS2 um, they uh, did an HD port over to the PS3 uh, the second batch of those PS2 or PS3 ports is coming here soon uh, they have also have 3DS games they have two uh, the original DS game uh, console so again like with, uh, with the one that we talked about earlier if you have a certain console you'll probably find the Kingdom Hearts that's on it uh, so give it a shot. I, I really enjoyed the 3DS version of it the most, just because it was a lot more engaging. Uh, it's really hard to go back to the old PS2 versions, because you start to see it age, and control-wise. Yeah. Uh, but they're still great games, and it has that a really good, spiky hair anime look to it, so I, I enjoy it. Moving on from that, we're going to move on to sports, which includes one game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that I'm a huge fan of sports, and you can tell that Japan is a huge fan of sports when there is one game, and that is uh, Albatross 18, as the English would call it, or Pena for, for it's the Pena Jami now. It, they they completely let go. the The new company who bought them out just completely let go of the Albatross 18. And this is kind of one of those games that every now and then I just have an urge to play Pena. I mean, it's it's a very uh, pick up and play and put down kind of thing. Um, it will have little spurts of wanting to play it for a while. Um, we played it originally on the. P, uh, the pc as a downloadable um, it was completely free you could pay into buying upgrades which i mean after a while was playing we just felt the urge to just throw some money at them and kind of support them for what uh, you know a really fun online uh, style golf game and it just really has a all the character sprites and everything has a very anime feel to it it's very silly um very japanese uh feeling game with all the different add-ons and everything um i also have it for the psp it's uh, just just so that everybody knows I, I if you haven't caught it it it's it's actually a um a golf game but to say it's a golf game is kind of misleading <laughs> it, it at its very essence it's a golf game for, for um, people that are familiar with it you have the really professional games like uh the tiger woods games pga tours tours and then you have the kind of letting themselves go a little bit with like the hot shots golf ping is like after that it's just it's just it's more of a silly uh throw everything to the wall kind of thing it's golf with rpg elements right is what i was getting ready to say <laughs> gotcha um but yeah it's a lot, a lot a lot of fun um very colorful and just a fun game to play Moving on from there, we have Rhythm Games, and this is one that we could probably talk a lot on, but uh, we'll try to keep it short uh, for people that know. Rhythm Games are more where you have uh, music playing in the background and you're hitting keys at the point of uh, beat, the beat or the, the, the vocals. Uh, the first one that comes to mind for us is Hatsune Miku. Uh, for those who don't know, Hatsune Miku is a virtually created uh, fictitious character that was created based off of a Voice synthesis voice synthesis system uh, that was developed in Japan called vocaloid uh, well, it Hashi-Miku- was just it was actually just a Miku was based off of a, um, a voice bank right vocaloid is a is the system that that he's talking about that's that creates the syn- synthesized voices yeah it, it and basically a takes a, and they'll, they take a, a Miku- they'll take a they'll take a person's voice and they'll insert into this program and then you select the tone and the and the, the pitch of the the voice, and it'll create it just like you you know Siri or Dragon actually speaking. It's just turning this program into a, an actual voice. And yeah, Miku was one that was created out of there. I don't remember the exact voice. Miku and a lot of the other more popular ones are actually based off of real singers' voices. And Hatsimiku just turned out to be the one that just exploded. Yeah, it exploded. Yeah, and you she's... have she has concerts, real concerts where she, they project her 3D self onto the stage, and people just they sell out on a regular basis. Even in America, they sell out. So she's huge. Well, we've never really gotten any of the rhythm games from Japan except for the Project Diva games themselves, and that's on the three. And that's Vita. because we fought and fought and. Fought. Fought, and fought tooth and died. Nailed with Sega saying, <laughs> Sega, bring him over. And I'm thankful for it. Uh, we got the Vita version second. We had the PS3 version first. Um, and they're also now announced that in spring they will bring over Miku Project Diva F second I for both... Fall. Fall, Yes. <laughs> it's already been passed. <laughs> don't, it's don't, already <laughs> my heart cannot handle that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it's going to be the second uh, version of it for both the PS Vita and the PS3, and we're just we're just be you know beside ourselves with excitement because if you get into these games, they're just addictive. They're so much fun. Um, I just love, and it's just through and through. It's Japan. I mean, they don't even translate the the songs. They are the original Hatsune Miku or ren or whatever singer that's currently doing it. The song itself, and just the add-ons for the characters, the outfits everything just screams japan so if you're an anime fan if you're a hatsumiku fan you like that style this is the game for you um and even if you're bad with rhythm games we're, we're bad with rhythm games give it a shot and you will find that Just start with the easies move on to the normal go ahead and go ahead you will and go ahead and in, you will get and, into and, it go ahead and bo- boast you know you want to boast what somebody got a platinum in here oh that's how much i love it and like I said, I'm bad at rhythm games. I platinum both the PS3 uh, and the Vita version with some help from my brother. I'm not going to take full credit. I just <laughs> I just pushed myself to do the more annoying trophies. Um, but worth every minute of it. I, I enjoyed every second with it. Um, just waiting for the second. It needs to come already. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Give it a shot. If anything, if you have a PS3 or a Vita, check out the demo at least. And you'll 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 fall in love with it. Yeah, give it give it. Uh, what did we say? What roughly two hours? Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Give give yourself at least two hours to. I mean, I mean, in the demo, you're gonna get what two, maybe three games. Yeah, they like three songs. Three songs. You just start out with the beginnings and and, and just play them and. and I've, I I really say just get the full version and then and then you'll Do actually have a good strong solid list of songs you can find the song that you like to play on that one for a while yeah i think right now the the ps3 version you can get for like 50 bucks the the vita version like 30 bucks it is crucial that you stay at the beginner level first do not jump into the the normals it's it's a lot about kill yourself it's a lot about uh muscle memory so you just have to learn the beats you have to learn the 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 song itself so don't they'll just jump from song to song and expect you're going to learn them you have to you have to keep at it so you'll learn it eventually they just have amazing presentation value. I love, love the different dance moves they have in the background. I often got distracted <laughs> until I memorized everything. I was constantly distracted by how great the performances were. Uh, moving on, because if we don't move on, we'll get stuck there forever. Idle Master. Uh, this one is—I don't think we've ever had a PS3 Idle Master come over. Uh, you can import them, um, but they're very, very expensive. Uh, one place you can get them for decently cheap is that's on the iOS store. They're not cheap in regards to iOS apps. They are, I think, usually like fifty bucks per app, um, and they only include one segment of the full game that was ported over. Uh, but they're very cute, just like Hatsune Miku. They have the same similar style. It's very anime looking. Um, it's a rhythm game uh, where you're you're punching the each side of the screen based off of when the note reaches the middle. Um, but yeah, on the same vein of Hasu Idol Miku, Master. Yeah. Idol Master is huge in Japan mm-hmm. And I a few times I goofed off with it on my brother's phone. It, it was kind of fun. I, I don't see I can see the allure to it. I just wish I could allow myself to play it more. And that got more in a story, not really too much story. It was really just an intro and then every now and then you would speak to the characters, but it was more about the characters than anything uh, more than so than Miku. Um, but still a good game, though. Uh, we're gonna move on to tactics-style games. These are kind of grid-based tactics game where you're moving characters to a position and attacking from that position. It's very strategic in that way. Um, starting it out with Final Fantasy Tactics, that kind of has to be has to be spoken. It's um, very limited on what really appeals to the anime audience in here, except for it kind of has the anime filled to the sprites and the characters um but it's still an amazing game amazing tactics game if you were to try out any of the ones we're going to list here soon which the ones that we're going to list after this are very anime related but if you enjoy those tactics game this is the the best tactics game that you have to check out because it's very it's very challenging it's got a lot of uh depth of the <clears throat> the abilities and the job system and everything um it's a really awesome game so you want to add anything before we move on It's awesome. (laughs) Jonah Jonah de Arc is the next one which is on the PSP. Um the same vein as tactics, it's grid based. Uh this one I would kinda suggest for anybody that was a fan of like the Fate Stay series because it involves Jonah de Arc, which has a similar uh story to her as say uh Saber and uh um the heck's his name? Arthur, King Arthur, sorry um has that same kind of uh time period and story of rising to fame kind of thing um i didn't complete it completely but i really did enjoy the anime style of the characters and again the sprites so if you're looking for a tactics game that has that style there you go and the next one is shining force you can probably speak more on that one than i can (laughs) actually you got about as much as uh, on it as i did the genesis one yeah, the I old you were Genesis one. Oh, on I was huge on it. I loved it. Um, Just too far back there. <laughs> it's yeah, it's really <laughs> far back there. Um, this this one, it, it's it's kind of along the lines of the tactics based uh, uh, squares. You move your character around. Now we're I, talking about the original one. This is the Sega Genesis one. I know that the recent Shining Forces more move more towards uh, uh, more of an action RPG kind of feel to it. Just I haven't seen. There. I haven't seen it. I I know. I I know. Two was the same way as as one. I yeah. The ma- originals ones. Yeah, they were all. They were all. Yeah. The, they 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 had the grid base. Um. Very very anime feel. I mean, even when they're in there fighting each other, um. They have the side screen. Uh. Actually, almost like uh, Fire Emblem. If you've played that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I seen Fire Emblem, I immediately thought of, of yeah, shining, shining force. force. Um, and it, it also has the uh, you have if you lose a guy, it's it's permanent, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If I remember right, it's been I a long so. time. I think you could resurrect him, though. Can you? I think so. That's too far back. <laughs> we'll move on before I make. I liked. Look I, I I did like the. I did like the storyline. If I remember right, it it was really good. Um, and and a lot of the you know it had those characters that you could easily miss. I liked that. Because it you liked it and you, you hate it at the same time? <laughs> yeah, you, you loved it and you hated it at the same time. Because Oh, you I walked that. through that one doorway and that locked me out of getting that character. Gosh darn it! Um, anyway. Fire Emblem. Love this game through and through. Um, again, grid style combat. Um, but it also had an element of partnerships. Um, one of the biggest things they included in this one was the ability to take up the same space with two characters. And as they fought together enough, they would actually gain affinity for each other. Over time, that would mean that you would get skits after combat. And when you got involved with these skits, they would show the characters interacting. And they had a lot of really cute stories that was involved, each of the characters. I mean, they had probably how many, like 20 characters, 30 characters? And they all had stories. No, it's their 20 own. characters and then uh, probably 10 children. Mm. And even even with just the main was mainly just the main characters the other ones was also involving um but all these characters they all had their own unique stories when they were paired together and they conversed after combat and usually involved you know one character trying to fix another character's problem or one character trying to go closer to a, a more quiet character and they were all just very cute i enjoyed all of them and after a while, if they gain enough affinity, they can even marry. And then they had a whole system after that where they could have kids after that point. So I just, I loved choosing which characters would pair with which characters, uh, getting all into that kind of theory crafting of what kind of abilities they would pass on to the kids. All of it was just, I loved everything. Theory bit crafting, of that was the word that I was looking for earlier. <laughs> Number crunching. But yeah, i even had a really good story to go along with it. It wasn't a fantastic story but a lot of the story just involved with the moment to moment with your characters you had your own little world this was your world and in this world these two characters were married and these two characters were were friends and i always sent these two characters together in combat and they always wrecked the field all those little things just made it a lot of I fun. also i also love the fact that that each each person could have their own little the, it was my, my world was different than his world because right. my, I would put these two characters together because I liked those two you characters together and did I, you're repeating what I said? Yes. Oh, well, shoot. You don't even listen to me, do you? Um, but yeah, that's, that's, it's just a great no, game. I'm stuck staring at Catherine. Yeah, I put <laughs> Catherine up there thinking <laughs> we're going to talk about her next and they're just kind of d- distracting us. Um, moving forward, we're going into Disgaea. Disgaea is a long running series I've enjoyed every single one of them Um, they've been on the uh, PSP they've been on the PS3 they've been on I think I don't know if they've been on PS2 I think they were originally on PS2 Uh, but they are again another uh, grid style tactics game but a lot of this game involves with the absolutely ridiculous amount of damage you can do if you build your characters right. Uh, there's no limits to what you can do with your characters with their you can even level their weapons, um, everything about it. every every character you have can be different classes. Um, but a lot of the humor of this game involves what's in the story and the storytelling is absolutely hilarious in each one of them. They hit a lot of anime tropes. Um, they don't they're not afraid of laughing at themselves. Yeah, I would definitely point that out. They they definitely lo- I mean, I love one of the pictures that it just turned it almost turned into a meme for a while. It was the um the picture of the 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 guy making fun of the video game company for making fun of the video game company or something or of making fun <laughs> of the that? game or something like that and they, and, and then they they throw they throw it on that uh demot- demotivational poster of and it, it's just it's funny. Yeah, they had in the the third one, I think, was one of my favorite ones because they had the main character was like a complete anime fanatic and everything that happened, he thought it had something to do with anime and he had a a, a human appears from the human world down in this demon world and he's basically, he's claiming that he needs to take his title away from him, his title of being a hero away from him. So they go into this heart chamber where he takes a, he, he tries to take away his title as being a hero because... In the game mechanics, that place you can move tiles around, and so he's going through the process of taking this title away from him, and he's like, "I, I don't want it no more. Get, get, take it back, kind of thing." And it's just, it, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't shy away from making fun. Very of it very, clever it, very clever humor. It's just very clever humor. I mean, and every every uh, version of it has been just as clever as the, the fourth one, one was. A guy that was obsessed with the idea that sardines gave you <laughs> superpowers so he's constantly trying to give people sardines as a way of thanking them and and he's got his own minions of of these what they call uh printies and yeah, they're he like was little the trainer pins. he was the trainer of hell yeah he was the the guy that was over the printies that which are like the lowest people in hell and he's he's trying to give them sardines to to thank them or to show that they did a good job um, As a graduation gift. Yeah, I remember in the third one they had the whole uh, the honor roll students were the ones that were they were the, <laughs> they were the most bad. So if you were honor roll student, you would never go to never never go to uh, class. If you were delinquent, you would be attending class every day. <laughs> the number just, one delinquent. <laughs> yeah, the number one delinquent was always this one girl, and she's like, "Oh crap, I gotta go! I'm gonna be late for school." <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you going to school? Because I'm a delinquent. Yeah. A <laughs> she was of, awesome. A lot of fun. They were just way funny games. And they, again, they, they hit all the anime tropes, so. Can't they're, they're wait until Vita TV so I can play. I'm going to go through all the Yeah, I'm they have the fourth one them. coming to the Vita again, so And they also have to buy it aren't again. They, aren't they revamping the first ones as well? I don't know about that one. I know I, they had I, I, a Tellier series, which we didn't put on the list either Is a Tellier I, um, thought, I thought for sure that they announced that, um, one of them was coming up, was going to be redone, because that's why they had, they had cameoed her oh, updated did that, sprites. You know, yeah, they did that on the PS3, and it's already out. Yeah? Cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's a w- plenty of ways of getting them. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy them. I guess we can drop a Atelier in here before we forget. Atelier, uh, series is very cutesy anime looking, uh, very frilly, uh, the gameplay involves a lot of, uh alchemy, synthesizing, you're taking multiple ingredients and trying to produce something. So if you like the whole idea of, of, of concocting things and building things, it's definitely there. Um, the only bad side of the Atelier series is the time constraints. They've always had some kind of time element involved with them. The later ones, because there's a lot of them, there's Atelier Ravonna, there's Atelier I, Aisha, there's a whole bunch of them. They're all PS3. On on my end, I'm, I, I'm just throwing it out there because you're pointing out a bad side... I don't mind the time elements. I don't like the battle elements as much in this game. the The later one, the recent one, which I played and reviewed for somebody, was uh, Atelier Aisha. Aisha and the the combat is getting a lot better. It seems like they're constantly trying to evolve the combat. Originally, the game was all about time and alchemy, and they're slowly kind of making it more about time, alchemy, exploration, and combat. So uh i like i'm saying like i said the the earlier ones are a little bit more rough around the edges but the newer ones are kind of slowly getting better it's so funny but they always have a really goofy anime feel to them and that's that's what i wanted to kind of point out it's 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 just like this one and and, and another game that we're going to bring up in a little while it's it's one of those things is i like these other little tidbits of things that 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 the, these games have and then i i'm it's almost like i don't want to go over to the dungeon side of things because I have to fight, and I don't like the fighting. I want to do the stuff that I don't have to do. <laughs> fighting. <laughs> I, I love the Atelier games. I, I absolutely just... I can immerse myself in those games for hours on end. Yeah. Moving on. Um, no. Atelier Aisha was the... I like the Atelier Aisha because they, they had really great characters. The recent one that I played that I said that the combat's getting a lot better, that's the recent one, Atelier... Eshka and Logi. That's it. Because I knew there was two names in there. Yeah. But there's a lot of them out there. Um, Definitely check them out. Metadu. Metadu, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Moving on into puzzles. Because we all love puzzles, right? Um, Our first one is Catherine. If you've not heard of Catherine, then you're crazy. Um, It is from the same company that did uh, the Persona series and the Shimigami Tensei series, which is Atlas. Uh, This was their kind of move away from the JRPGs more into something new and their own. They definitely create a very unique game here. And it's kind of a a mix between a a visual novel and a puzzle uh, game. Because every day you're playing as the character in the real world, talking with his friends and talking with uh, this girl that he ends up meeting, Catherine. And then at night you go into this dream world where he is find to survive in this weird kind of block moving puzzle game, um, and what makes the game so great is it's just visually anime in 3D and it looks great. Um, the story is kind of hit and miss. It's 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 very it's kind of funny, but it's more modern and provocative. You're dealing with a guy who is essentially seduced by this gr- really cute girl, young looking girl, where he has already has a relationship and he is. Uh, talking about marriage with this other girl um, and she's claiming that she's pregnant and all this kind of stuff and so you're kind of fighting with the idea if you would go with a provocative girl or if you would stay with and be loyal with with your your current girlfriend but outside of that it's it's a really good story Um, I enjoyed it as much as I did the puzzle apart is what kind of got me to a point where I just kind of hit a brick wall and I gave up on it. Uh, the puzzles get really tough towards the end, and I was on easy mode, so <laughs> it's a very rough game. But if you like the puzzle games, you like anime, definitely check it out. And that is on the the PS3, by the way. You're clicking, over yeah, and there. You're distracting me. <laughs> so now we're going into. You can talk about Ace Attorney. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can take a break. That is my game. <laughs> Iggy um, I think, is what what it is. Uh, that is the catchphrase for uh, uh, Phoenix, right? Yeah, it's objection. Uh, everybody who goes down this path knows knows his voice, and whenever he pops out, I love seeing references in in like games or or other shows where they actually make references to it. Um, it's just one of those things. It's, it, you just know it because the character will point off to the side and say that. Um, I can't say enough about it. It's an ingenious idea. Um, it's, it's not the same as most, most games you're used to. Um, this one is really kind of a... You go around and you search for um, clues. clues. And you kind of do this detective thing for a little while... You cannot continue on until you find all the clues. So, And and I don't know if the the newer ones are are moving away from that, but I do know that the first few, you could not move on until you found all the clues. So you will have everything that you need when you go into an actual court case. Um, When you go into a court case, you end up listening to a witness's testimony, and you sit there and you just try to find holes in the testimony. Sometimes it gets a little bit hard to find those those, those, uh, those contradictions, and it, it and it does wear on you. You will sit there sometimes staring at the same same witness for a long time. But the scene that sold me on this sh- this game, and it, I I can't say it enough. Is I was you can you could probably search it. it you search Ace Attorney and um, uh, uh, Parrot Witness or something like that, and you will see him with a parrot on the witness stand and he and all the parrot says is squawk squawk or something like that and he says objection and then all of a sudden you get all this this other information from the parrot it's excellent and um i i can't i can't suggest it enough it's it's a different type of game and i i think that that is what sells me more than anything is it's not your standard regular old-fashioned games that you will find everywhere yeah and you can find those on the ds uh they have a recent one with the 3ds i believe that's coming out and you can actually get the entire series on ios so if you have an ios device you You can can also they're also revamping the entire series too i don't know Mm -hmm. if that's out yet or not i think that's the one they did for the os ios no i think they're doing it for the 3ds oh i wouldn't doubt that do it might be that Moved over there, so who knows? <laughs> um, in the same vein of that, I've heard that Do, Danganronpa series, yes, which the anime is based off of, is also the, the same vein as that. But isn't um, is that Americanized? If it is, I totally it's don't. in America. Yes, is it? Yes, I did not know that. I know that. Onabita. I know that Danganronpa Two is. Yeah, the, Vita, the, the the first one's there, and the second one's coming here soon. Ooh, we know what he's going to be looking up here in a minute. <laughs> um. But also, if you want to venture even further away from just the detective work, uh, same style is uh, Virtue's Last Reward or uh, Nine Doors, Nine People, Nine... I forget the other one. But that one is the original of Virtue's Last Reward. And that's really just a... You're in a situation where you're trying to fight to survive, and you're with other people. You're trying to figure out who's going to be your allies, who's not. And you can double-cross people or end up getting double crossed and it, it's all in a, a visual novel kind of style all right next one is raceteer which is another one you're going to be raceteer um this is actually a game that i kind of bumped into on accident one time um it is kind of a lesser known game it's by a company called carpe Fulger. um it is basically you just look up capitalism ho, ho and you'll you'll find it that's h o isn't And then explanation point. Um, (laughs) I did did not want anybody to go out and look up something stupid. Okay, (laughs) like rally ho. Um, It's it's her catchphrase. Okay, forgive me. (laughs) Um, Anyway, this this girl uh, finds out that she's her dad left uh, left a big old loan debt and this. (laughs) Hey, it works. I, I I'm fine with it. Um, this fairy comes to collect on on the debt, and uh, and it's a nice fairy per se.
1: <laughs>
0: but this is she... actually turning out to be a lot more closer to the idea of it being spelled H O E. What are you talking <laughs> the about? The fairy comes up is like, oh, it's so your dad owes a lot of money. Well, I know a great way that you could pay off that debt. <laughs> and then she lives the rest of her life being. She hit comes up. When you, you shut up, she comes up with the idea of making a a item shop okay (laughs) okay gotcha so it is a Joe. yes um and uh and all all it is is it's about buying low and selling high it's 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 a simple concept and and the funny thing is is from that perspective it it makes the game interesting um you do have the option and like i was saying earlier with the previous which one was it um uh None. Don't ask me. I mentioned it. I mentioned her, huh? The one you play on Steam? No, I was talking about a game earlier, and I said uh, a game that I'm going to mention later. Oh, good luck there. uh, Oh, Atelier games. Oh, um, just like the in in the Atelier games, you have the the this one. It's a little bit more freer. Um, in the fact that you, you, you could play the entire game just buying and selling in your item shop. You never have to go to the dungeons. The dungeons are there. You get, um, more characters on the cast that, uh, you can talk to. You can, that each one of them are kind of cute and interesting in their own way. Um, and you can proceed those stories, but until, but you don't actually have to ever go into the dungeon. Um, but the dungeon is almost roguelike. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say it is roguelike. It is um, in the aspect of it's always a, a totally new dungeon. You never have the same dungeon. Um, but they do become very repetitive. Um, it is dungeon crawling, uh, walk through, slash, hack and slash, kill things. Um, and you pick up items, and you can sell them in your in your uh, in your item shop, or you can use them as ingredients to make better items to sell in your item shop. Or the interesting aspect even- there's always been the idea that instead of playing the as the warrior in a JRPG, you're basically playing as the shop of the warrior always comes to because you're selling to adventurers. And, that, and that's what sold me on this game is is the idea of being the item shop in the RPG game. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a cool idea, and I loved it. Okay. Um, Carpe Fulgur does have a couple of other games in there and it, they are interesting. So look them up if you want. All right. We're moving on into fighters, which is kind of a, a small list, but what, what can you do? Um, if you ever mention the idea of really stylized anime looking 2d fighters, you're probably going to bring up blaze blue. Um, they're probably one of the best companies that does fighters and it's just through and through, it looks like anime. They also have story modes, which kind of gets into a lot of kind of fun anime tropes and storytelling. Um, but alongside with them, it, the same company made the Persona Arena series for Persona for Shimagama Tensei themselves or Atlas. Um, so it's basically the same style of anime, two uh, D fighting, but with Persona characters. So if you like Blaze Blue or you like Persona or anime and you like 2d fighting those are definitely your place to go um and they usually have really good uh the 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 recent ones on the vita and the ps3 they have really good tutorials to help you learn the combat so they're they're a lot of fun moving forward from there we get into mmos so for those who don't know mmos are massively multiplayer online games where you're in a a world where you know hundred thousand people are in that same area, fighting for resources or doing dungeons together. Uh, the first one on that list is Ragnarok Odyssey. And I will say this with a disclaimer um, the last time we played that game, it was full of bots. I don't know if they gotten rid of that issue, um, but there were bots running everywhere on the same path, attacking everything in the field. How but it had whatever. a really cute, really yeah. cute 2D sprite style to it. Probably one of my favorite looking MMOs of all time just because. I just love the cute little anime style to the game. It, it's one of those that you, when you look at it, it feels anime. It feels like you're in an anime, and I love that about it. Didn't they release a a more three D ish version? Yeah, Ragnarok Two, Ragnarok Online Two. Um, I don't think it made it off as big as the first one, but it still it's probably still kept because that they could, probably because they couldn't get keep the bots in there. They <laughs> couldn't they couldn't <laughs> bot it, so it didn't get many subscribers. Um, I wouldn't doubt that the bots made them plenty of money um, because they didn't like they were doing much to get rid of them. Um, they also have a Ragnarok DS game. I've never played it, but it had a similar style to it. Um, pretty much a single player version of it, um, with a kind of a cute little story in there involved. Um, the other MMO we have listed is Final Fantasy XIV: A Realm Reborn. Um this is the second attempt, well the second second attempt for <laughs> for Square 2 to do an MMO and it just it feels through and through with a lot of Japanese culture and the character designs and everything feels very anime-ish. I love it. it. It 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 just it it's gorgeous. It's a lot of fun to play. We're we're just burnt out on the MMO thing. That's all it really is when it comes down to it because I mean, we both have no problems with it and didn't did you have any issues with it as no i I built a new pc just to play it so yeah um i would say as a warning because it happened to me um if you do want to get into the final fantasy for 14 realm reborn uh buy the original uh version of it create your account but pay for it with game time codes um i had an issue with their billing department so i think if anything. Oh, I've with. had, I had an issue with their billing department too. I mean, didn't yeah, and they did my off. account hit your account or something like that even yeah. though I put my credit they card in They seem to there? have a problem with credit cards. So, like <laughs> I said, just, it, that's not a problem with the game itself. Just go out and get the game, game time cards from did they have any... A, don't they have a PayPal thing in there? I wouldn't even do PayPal with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, just go to like Amazon. You can buy game time codes from them. They'll give you the code immediately. You can enter it in. Um, but stick with that is, is my... I don't think it's that they're purposely trying to be malicious. I just think that their billing system is just archaic and they offer no refunds for anything. Yeah. I've I've fought tooth and nail with them. Yeah, and you ended up paying for 6 months worth of game time. Right. Yeah. I enjoyed it though. Really good game. Just stick with game codes. Um but that's that's a lot of games like in a Korean a lot of Korean JRPG or MMOs. Um a lot of companies have issues with billing uh we're just used to Wow, where we have never had any issues with billing. Whereas, a lot of these other MMO companies just don't know how to do uh, payment systems, including Square, apparently. Um, yeah, you would on- think a, you would think a <clears throat> company that big would would be able to control their. It has their own storefront. Yeah. Um, moving forward, we're going to go into the hard to mentions. They are very much anime in style, but they have issues, <laughs> so. To check them out at your own risk kind of thing uh, the first one on there I want to mention is time and eternity or uh toku uh, what was the name of it uh, tokutoa I believe it was called tokitowa yeah tokitoa uh, this is a a very I want to commend the studio that developed this game because they were trying something very awesome they were trying to make a game that all the characters themselves were 2d animated style um so everything looks like it's they're all anime characters in 2d flat and in motion um and they were put on a 3d field which looks awkward at times Uh, but the problem that i have with this game is it just there is certain aspects to it that are very repetitive Um, the story didn't really grip me and there were certain monsters that were extremely obnoxious (laughs) in sound um, and I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't care about the characters. I couldn't grasp the characters. But it has a lot of tropes, and they're not my favorite tropes. So that's another reason why I didn't, never connected with it. But it just, it looked beautiful. They just didn't really provide anything else. But it, it did look mention. gorgeous when I, when I seen it. I, I, I was, yeah, I was actually considering playing it until he, uh, it seemed like he dropped it. So I kind of gave up on it. Good thing you did. Mm-hmm um next one is thousand arms this is way back in the ps1 era and we both attempted to actually play this game but it didn't turn out very well and this is I one don't, of, i don't necessarily think that there was anything particularly wrong with it it just it's one of those games that you have to get very very involved just, in yeah that was the case and i didn't had no i had no uh patience for it i, I guess is my problem um, it really did look cool um again it very was a very interesting style. concept you know, anime in in design um building you know, relationships with a harem building, yeah <laughs> building, build, building a, a harem and using that harem to build better weapons which is w- one of those things that I thought was really a cool concept yeah you were like it. a soul forger I believe is what it was called yeah. and your 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 skill that your father passes down to you is that you're you're in this gigantic smith and you bring one of these girls that you have built affinity with and they would be... They, you would draw the power of your affinity from them and wield it into your weapons. And so you're constantly trying to go out on dates and give them gifts to increase their love and affection for you so that you can make these awesome weapons. And that's just where it kind of it kind of lost me. It, it got very involved in order to do that. As oh, a matter of fact, I tried to pick it up recently and I... I I think this time I only couldn't really play it because it's just too dated. It's it's yeah, it's, it's too hard to play now, mm-hmm. mostly because it's dated. I I do want to play it though. I it's it's not one of those things that I I completely dropped. It's just a it's I I don't have access to it or some some for some reason I'm not playing it right now. Okay. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's one of those ones you definitely want to finish. Um, there's a lot of them that want to do that with, um, especially like Time and Eternity. <laughs> Um, moving on from here, we're going to move into the coming soon's, things to look forward to that we're excited for um, in the anime realm. Um, Freedom Wars is going to be on the Vita and it looks it looks like all of your your dreams and, and ambitions for the anime world, like uh, having an Android sidekick that follows you everywhere and and helps you, which I actually found out that there's actually a strange twist to that. They're actually monitoring you. <laughs> they're the ones that had sentence to you if you screw up. Like oh, if you, really? Like if you go out of bounds, they report <laughs> you. But I think they're gonna have some twist to it where they're kind of, you know, you're bonding with them even though they're having to call back to their their plays for you. I thought just found that really funny. Um, but yeah, you're you're it's the similar vein as uh, Monster Hunter, um, Ragnarok Odyssey, God Eater, where you're you're in a field and you're taking on these big enemies. Um, but there's also an interesting element to it. You're trying to work off your, uh, everybody is born with a million years of, uh, of, of imprisonment and you're trying to work off that time so that you can gain your freedoms. And that's why they call it freedom wars. And most of the, the missions involve you trying to rescue citizens who are being trying to, who are being taken away by this other, uh, colony. And so you have to take down the enemy remove the citizen from them, and then try to get them back to the base while the enemy berserks and tries to get the citizen back from you. And it looks like it's going to be just as much fun with like Ragnarok Odyssey and stuff where you can play alongside your friends or alone, but I think the fun's going to be in playing with other people. Uh, Hasimiku Project Diva 2nd is going to come out again in the fall season of this year, and we cannot express how much we're excited for that. With um, a Yandere Miku. I will probably be buying three total copies of that. I will buy the PS3, I will buy the Vita physical, and I'll also buy the Vita digital just so we both can play it. I'm, that's going to be a lot of money. Has it? Has it Yandere Miku? Yandere, yeah, she's very psychotic, and she has little eyeballs on her hands. No, 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 no. no oh, you're no. talking about the other one. Never mind. Yeah, there's another one. That one. That one. Talk about just... the shrine creepy shrine demon girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm this talking is, about is, the shrine demon. Oh girl. yeah, yeah. There's one where she she talks about cutting off pinky fingers because pinky fingers is what what you make a promise with hmm <laughs> there's a lot of really kooky ones there um the ones I'm really looking forward this to is, like this cool one, one she looks really creepy in <laughs> the cat psycho one was kind of weird too cat psycho one was pretty cool and of uh, course Rin has another or not Rin uh Lin has another uh uh trap part like he has oh okay yeah there was one in the first one <laughs> For those, for those of you who <laughs> like that kind of stuff, Lynn does have another trap part. For those of you who like that kind of stuff, <laughs> I'm eyeballing you right now. Um, for fans of Attack on Titan, the 3ds who cares game about that? we're talking about is, no. <laughs> It did pretty good in Japan, but I, from my understanding, it's supposed to come to America. I wouldn't see why it wouldn't. Because um, Attack on it, Titan is as big here as it is over it, there. It doesn't. It doesn't seem, from what I've heard, that it is not it's not a bad game it's a good game um not a great game so look forward to that there's already a chinese knockoff version of it out there which i've seen played it looks pretty silly uh very low budget version of it but uh, that's for the pc um don't really recommend it because it's chinese knockoff don't know what the heck's in that software (laughs) um another (laughs) another one you never know what you get from japan andrew's warning you ahead of time this is the computer tech side of him telling you already (laughs) uh next one we have is sword online there's a uh it was originally on the psp they made a new one for the vita we never got the psp one but the vita one looks really good i'm actually really excited for it um and it is coming to america And it basically is where you're in the Sword Online world, the original world, where you are having to fight up this hundred floors of dungeons. I have a question for you on that one. Sure. Maybe you have seen something that I haven't, but I have seen characters from the second arc in the first in that game. I don't... I want to say yes, but I don't know for sure. Now, my question is, does that imply that they are going to be flying... No, I have not seen any flying in it. <laughs> this is strictly the first world. They may have just you. You do, in you do see my. You do see my issue with that, right? <laughs> yeah, fly to the top four. Well, if you do any flying at all? But that's not in the, the first the problem, fly. in my opinion. Um, well, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not talking about <laughs> the, the show itself. I'm talking about the fact that okay, the first world there was no flying. Okay, if you have characters from the second arc in the first world. That implies that those no, what, characters what I, what can fly. What I'm, I'm at, saying is, this is the first world. So anything, if they had a character like say the sister, she would be put in that world. She wouldn't have her frilly outfit with the stupid wings flying around. I seen her form. pointy ear. That's that's why they might have the pointy ears. Maybe it's just a visual thing. She was in her outfit. I figured anyways, it's probably just so that they can say, hey, we have the ability to do all the character. All the fans of the yeah. sisters. The sister thing. All the ca- character customization is here. So, but anyways, um, yeah, you're you're joining together with these girls that you meet as over time. It is, has a lot to do with him, Kirito and the the girls themselves. Um, none. There's no other male characters. It's just basically him raising relationship with each one of these characters and then bringing them into the, the dungeon with him. I've seen like three extra character, extra girls going into a dungeon with him, just taking down enemies. And then when you go back outside, you can have dates with them, and you can even carry them around, like, you know, princess-style, really cute. Um, But I'm just looking forward to it, because I like the idea of just building these relationships, going into this dungeon, and just tearing up, you know, dungeon floor one to a hundred. He's totally going to be with Asuna the entire time. Heck yeah. (laughs) And that blacksmith girl, she was cute. I loved the blacksmith. I Uh, like the summoner girl better, though. She was a little little too little sister for me. I don't care. She totally needs to be there. (laughs) Um, Other than that, we also have Akiba's Trip, which is thanks to Exceed coming to America. And I'm pretty jazzed about that. It looks like a very terrible game. I'm going to be honest. But it looks hilarious. Well, we said the same thing about... It's like a train wreck. We said said the same thing about uh, Conception, and we have so much fun with it. So, I mean... But this looks worse (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it basically just involved. okay you are a boy um who's coming to Ak- akiba and you're you find out that there's this this disease going around called uh it, it they're by the what do they call it, the vampresses but anyways they're vampires everybody's vampires and you're trying to locate which people are actually vampires and when you figure out which ones are your goal is to expose their skin as much as possible to the sunlight so that they disappear. Which involves you beating the snot out of them with whatever you can find until their clothes burst off. It's and so then awesome. They're cured. <laughs> so, and you always have a partner with you, you're hitting people with with like umbrellas and <laughs> random chairs. It just looks completely goofy and doofy and fun as hell because it's because it's japanese why the heck not <laughs> why not um, but yeah exceed's an amazing company if you are looking for anything that is from I, japan I that is very I, anime and niche related i, I highly suggest Xceed. anytime you can if you see something with exceed try to support them exceed and uh, Is, um yeah. they are both just very niche anime and everything they bring over is very japan Silly and off the wall Culture yeah if you don't support these Guys they 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 can't They can't bring more to us And Just that's, that's, like working that's, designs they disappear <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I, I I kick myself Every day that working designs went down And they brought Lunar they brought uh, What was that Mecha One I can't remember the name of it But yeah they're just a good company They keep things very simple but they bring The most niche stuff um, But that is all we have Unfortunately that was actually a lot. <laughs> and I hope that you stuck with us. Um, we'll have a full list of the games that we mentioned in our show notes or our article for the episode. Just look up video games for anime fans or something like that. Um, our outro is Tokyo Teddy Bear um, played by Rin um, in the Hatsune Miku Project Diva F games. Um, so we hope you enjoy that. And thank you all for listening again. Check us out at otakuspirit.com for all our news, reviews. Impressions of current showing shows. We're going to be starting our reviews of the current season here soon, which is spring. I know. Yes. Summer. Spring. 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 I'm still in spring. Um, so check that out. Probably going to be starting that next week. Yeah. I'm, I'm 90% sure we will be. And if you want to support us, please go onto iTunes and leave us a review. It helps us get found. We appreciate all of our reviews we gotten. I know that we don't always get written reviews I see that we have about three extra ones that didn't have comments written on them and for all three of those people we appreciate it even if you didn't write anything we appreciate your ratings um, it's just it's harder for us to find out that you actually rated us <laughs> um, but again check us out on the forums uh, leave some posts there ask us questions in the general section we have where you can ask us questions or you can tweet us I'm at Zerul36 Z-E-R-U-E-L 36 and Chris is at California underscore wolf Y'all take care. Thank you for listening. Os.